Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. What's up? I'm so excited that you're here for today's show because we have on my best friend of 14 years, who's also the operations manager at Shego's company, and she's going to be heading events when we do live global events. Welcome, Jackie. What's up? Yay. I'm so excited to be here. It's going to be fun. Yeah. So we thought it would be really fun to do a little Q&A. So we took some of the questions that you guys have asked me on Instagram and we're just going to kind of popcorn style, just like a real conversation. Like we are literally girlfriends chatting over coffee, wine, spicy margarita, depending upon what time you're listening to this episode. So we're going to dive in to the juicy juice. Um, But first, I do want to make sure that you know there's a couple of ways that you can connect outside of this podcast with us. So number one, I've got a free pump up text list where I send out little, little fortune cookie style text messages to your phone every Sunday evening and then a couple of times throughout the week. And then it's also a really fun way if you have any questions for me or you just want to chat about whatever. We spend a lot of time in the text messages answering questions and whatnot. So you can get on the list by going to 512-548-2728 and texting me anything. Again, that's 512-548-2728. In fact, if you're listening to this episode, text me your favorite animal emoji and things could just get weird and we'll just get you on the text list. So um, jump on that. The other way, if you want to connect outside of this podcast is our totally free listener community. It's literally for anyone that listens to this podcast that wants to connect more with me. Um, Jackie and I are going to be doing fun contests and giveaways and really cool ways for you to get to connect with listeners all across the globe. If you head to keishafitzgerald.com, slash free group. Um, you type in your name and email and it'll give you a bounce back to join our Facebook group. Again, that's just keishafitzgerald.com slash free group. And last but not least, which by the way, if you're like, holy crap, I'm like in the grocery store. I'm trying, I'm like in the shower, tossing my loofah in there. Like I can't write all this stuff down. <laughs> you can check the show notes for the link for all three of these free ways to connect with us. But the third is Instagram. So I have a personal Instagram at Keisha.Fitzgerald, but we have a She Goes Company Instagram and that we're really active on that Instagram posting inspirational quotes. So you can head to at shegoes.company and follow that Instagram there. And that is the three fun ways to connect. Now, Jackie, <laughs> I'm just going to tee it up to you. You ask me whatever questions and I'm going to do my best to add some, some value, maybe light a little fire under people's booty. Let's do it. Yes, let's do it. I know it's so fun. You always get like all of the questions around just, you know, lifestyle and decision-making and energy and stuff. So I think it'll be fun just to kind of cover these. And I think one of the ones that always cracks me up, especially having been your friends for 14 or been your friend for 14 years, energy. You are probably one of the most energetic people I know. You always bring the best energy, but I think it'd be cool for people to know, you know, how do you manage your energy, generate this kind of energy, just kind of fill us in on all that. Yeah. If I had a nickel for every time I've asked about energy, I would have a shit. You have a million nickels. <laughs> I have a lot of nickels. So when I think about energy, for me, it comes down to like 
I want to make this really tangible. So it comes down to really like three things for me when I think about how I maintain the level of energy outside of just the fact that I'm kind of like a weird personality in general, where I have a lot of energy. I'm naturally pretty energetic. But three things that I always check in on if my energy feels off. Number one is fuel. As in like, how am I actually fueling myself? As in the foods that I'm eating, the water that I'm drinking, what I'm sleep- like, how I'm sleeping, the environment that I'm curating around me, as in who I'm spending time with and whose ideas I'm actually consuming. I think it's so important that we think about the fact that our mental health, which then is directly correlated to our energy, is also... Um, either supported or really kind of drained by the people that we're spending time with. So I am very intentional, as you know, Jackie, of the people (laughs) that I spend time with, the people that I bounce ideas off of, the people that get access to me. I'm really good at like closing communication channels. Um, I don't always, you know, make myself readily available so I can really maintain this type of energy that I want. So I check in first on those like tangible things of how I'm fueling myself, both mentally, uh, environmentally, and then obviously with like the foods that I'm eating. If I eat like crap, I feel like crap. If I'm dehydrated, I feel like I'm cranky. If I'm not sleeping enough, I'm not really fun. Um, So that first (laughs) is number one. But the other thing that I think is really interesting that a lot of people don't think about with energy is it's a decision of an identity. So for me, I like to think about identity in general, like at any given point in time, I don't really care what your past is like or the stories that you've told yourself of who you actually are. At any given point in time, you can change your identity. You can say, you know what? I am going to be an energetic person. And then you can start to ask yourself, how does an energetic person act in these situations? What are the types of questions that an energetic person asks herself? What are the ways that she would approach something like this? Like, how would she show up to this meeting? How would she show up to this conversation? Um, What would she do when she doesn't feel like getting her workout on, but she knows that's going to give her more energy? Um, How does someone who has the identity that I want to adopt, how do they actually think? And what habits do they actually have? And how can I create that environment for myself? And for me, it's always been a very conscious choice where I've just decided I'm a high energy person. So I'm going to act in accordance. And I've done that for so long that I don't know how to be low vibe, right? And I mean, you know, even in certain situations where I'm like, I'm so energetic, I don't really adopt the energy in the room. I kind of stick out like, awkwardly. Thermostat. <laughs> the thermostat. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, I, I don't just like thermostat. I come in and I'm like, okay, what type of energy do I want to bring to this room? And I'm going to regulate at that temperature. Right. And if you don't yeah. know what we're talking about, we'll link in the show notes, an episode that I did about if you're a thermostat or a ther- thermometer. Uh, thermometer or a thermostat, <laughs> um, because that was a really, really juicy and totally random topic. Yeah. Anyway. And the, the final part of that, I think goes really back to this idea of alignment. As in, I feel very energetic and excited because I'm very intentional about aligning to doing things in my career, which I talk a lot about on this podcast. I talk with you a lot about of, does this feel true to me? Or does this feel like I'm doing this because society is telling me I should? Because one of our girlfriends is also doing it. Because I'm 31 and I should be thinking about this. Because, you know, my parents think that I should. Because whatever, right? Or does it actually feel aligned to me? So I'm getting really dang good at saying no to things that don't feel like a hell yes in order to have that alignment because I know alignment is conducive toward bringing the type of energy that I want to bring. And I know how I want to show up. So I'm going to check in on those three things, which is 
how I'm essentially fueling myself, what I'm eating, what I'm drinking, how I'm sleeping, my environment. Number two, am I making the conscious decision to have energy and be an energetic person and thinking those thoughts and adopting those habits and behaviors? And then finally, it's you know really just thinking about this holistically of how am I aligned in my life? Because if I'm excited about what I'm doing, of course, I'm going to be more energized. You know, if you're doing stuff that you hate, you're <laughs> saying yes to stuff that you're just like, Ugh, like, why did I say yes to that? I don't even want to do it, you know? It sucks. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think another thing that you do to even like something of that you pointed out there too, of like all these things that you do to generate energy, but you're also so aware of the things that take energy from you. And you're really good about setting boundaries on that. So even thinking of like, you know, us working together, but also being best friends, we still even have those boundaries of if it's work related, it's over email, it's over like Facebook messenger, it's these platforms versus if it's friend stuff, it's text messaging. So it's like, at 10 o'clock at night, we might be texting about fun stuff, but we're also emailing about work stuff so that we're not getting that sort of, oh, my boss is texting me at nine o'clock at night. Well, let's make sure we communicate those boundaries so she doesn't drain energy from you when you're in your I'm refueling time sort of thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And that's a really good reminder for anyone to ask yourself that question, a really powerful question of, you know, what are my boundaries? Because we often get frustrated that people are overstepping boundaries, but those people might not know that those boundaries even exist because you maybe haven't even consciously thought about those boundaries. And to your point, it's like you can generate energy out the wazoo, but if you're not sustaining it and you're constantly around people that you feel like you're giving and giving and giving and you never are getting that reciprocated or you feel like you're just pouring into everybody else, but you're never taking that time to just step away and go for a walk or do things that fuel you back up again, then you're just going to feel like you're running at full speed and just, you can't maintain it, which is like, I pictured, this is weird, but I pictured <laughs> like the duck thing or like where the duck, oh, yeah. you're like swimming really fast under the water and you seem cool, calm, collected on the surface, but you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to run out of steam. We don't want to go through life like a, like a duck, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's so funny. Yeah. I mean, it's so true. Like when people look like cool, calm, and collective, but inside they're just like, ah, I'm going crazy. What do you think? It actually is funny. Another question that I think of with that, where it's like somebody might be asking themselves like, okay, so like, how do you know what like drains are? How do you do this? Or often I feel like people tell you all the time, like you're so yourself. Like, I wish I could be more me. Like, I wish I could figure these things out. Like for, you know, you've been on this journey of like self-exploration for a long time, but how, how have you really like found those questions of like, how do I be my most me? How do I show up as me? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love this question. And I get asked this often. And I think it really stemmed from a conscious decision that I made back in January of 2014, which if you're new to the podcast or you don't know my backstory, my first business that I started was in network marketing. And I remember when I first started this business, I asked myself this question where I said, and anyone that's in network marketing, or if you're an entrepreneur, I challenge you to ask yourself this question at the beginning. And then along the way, what is my actual human goal? Because when I started this business, I knew um, back, you know, back in 2014, I started that business. I was working full-time in the corporate world in a predominantly male environment where I was an IT project manager. I was very buttoned up and I had to, you know, I had to tell people about their budgets and I had to be like very, you know, straight shooter. And maybe someone listening to this can connect with where you have to really step into a totally different identity when you're at work. But for me, when I started this side hustle, I decided this is going to be the outlet that I learn how to be more myself, right? So I know a lot of people that listen to this podcast are side hustlers or podcasters themselves or they're bloggers, or maybe they're just people that are just trying to show up and be a fully expressed version of themselves. And they're asking these types of questions like, how do I show up more authentically? Well, for me, it really did start with the first conscious decision of saying, what is my human goal? My human goal when I started my business and I was going to start sharing more about my life on social media was I wanted to be 
more myself. I wanted to be more Keisha. I wanted to be the person that I am when I'm with you or any of our other best friends. And I'm just like joking around, like really goofy and really weird. Like, you know, the realest, realest version of me. And I wanted to show that more to the world through the things that I was doing as I was putting myself out there on social media, because it takes a lot of energy to try and be someone that you're not. And it takes like, it just sucks your soul. And I was like, if I'm going to put myself out there, I'm going to learn how to slowly crank the dial up on being more myself because I feel like that's going to serve people. It's going to give them permission to be more themselves. And it's just going to feel more fun for me. And I needed a fun outlet. So it started with honestly, just a conscious decision that I think at any point, any of us can make, which is who is the me that's the truest, most goofy, weird me that I'm like when I'm with my sisters or my best friends or my significant other or whoever you feel the most you with? And how can you just start to show a little bit up more, right? Like I'm not saying be like this goofy, weird person when you're like, I'm scared to even like show up on Instagram stories and talk to the camera. I'm not telling you to make this gigantic leap, but I'm saying like, what's one way that you can slowly start to crank up the volume little by little. And that's really what I did. And that started back in 2014, where now at this point, first of all, I don't even know if I could I could work in a corporate environment because I'm so weird now. <laughs> Aside the point, for those that aren't entrepreneurs, I have a really hard time being around people that I feel like I have to tone down at all because I literally don't actually have the skill set to really tone down anymore because I'm so me. How I am on this podcast is like, this is just like we're chatting. Like literally you guys were picturing like you guys are with us. We're all just chatting together, like <laughs> hanging out in Jackie's apartment in Seattle where we are right now. Um, you know, I don't know how to not be me now, but it's been a constant evolution over time. Yeah. It started with a decision. And I think another thing, and it's funny because at the beginning of this conversation, when you were saying, you know, if somebody wants to be more energetic, asking themselves the question is how does an energetic person show up and all of that. And I remember during your like biggest season of like, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to show up as me you were kind of channeling these funny like personas of like the, this is going to be my JLo season. Like how's JLo? Like I'm going to wear, I'm going to try on new types of outfits and wear bolder lipstick. And you were just trying on all these things of like, what feels good? What makes me feel excited when I'm like in this season of stepping more into who I am? And so it's like picking somebody you kind of idolize or that you admire that how they show up and being like, what would she do? I don't know. Oh my gosh. That's actually so funny. I forgot about, um, in the, when we lived in New York, I had a big <laughs> JLo season where I wore all the time. And I was like, gosh, it, it, if you struggle with being yourself, it's almost like you adopt this, uh, you can adopt like an ultra ego of who is the more like vivacious version of you, not acting like you're not being yourself, but who is a bolder version of you? And I had this stage where I was like, there is this saucy JLo side of me <laughs> that I wanted to really step into. And I'm like, well, how would like... <laughs> This is, I don't think I've ever talked about this on a podcast. If you <laughs> identify with this, if you're listening to this episode, tag us on Instagram, like tag me, let me know that you listened in and drop like a JLo gift so we know that you're picking up what we're putting down. But like, I really was like, I want to be bolder. I want to be more me. How would JLo act? I forgot I did Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> the bright red jumpsuits, all of it. It was so yeah. good. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that season. But it worked and here we are. Yeah. Um, that's so funny. <laughs> so another question I feel like, this, this is kind of like a twofer type question, but obviously like you're so good at following your gut instincts and like making decisions and just whenever you start to feel that feeling of, I want more, I can do more, I'm not feeling fulfilled. Like how do you kind of navigate those feelings and then, you know, making those decisions in alignment with that? Oh, so good. This is my favorite, like literally my favorite topic to talk about. Um, so I think there's a couple of things that come to mind. 
when I get a gut feeling or an idea about anything, I don't dismiss it no matter what, even if it seems like it's kind of crazy or I don't understand the how, because I know that if the why that I want to do something is strong enough, I can figure out any how. I believe that because I go through life constantly trying to build confidence, I have this like rooted belief that I can figure anything out, which is what I try to pour into those of you that are listening to this episode right now. Like I try and pour belief into you because I really think if you believe in yourself, that you can figure something out, if you can focus on building confidence, that anytime a decision comes up or something like a gut feeling of wanting to do something, you don't instantly just shut it down because you're like, let me see if I can figure this out. It's, it's not about lack of resources in 2021. It's about lack of resourcefulness, right? Like we have so much at our fingertips. So for me, when I'm, when I'm making a decision in general, or when I come up with an idea or have this like visceral reaction that I want to do something, Number one, I don't dismiss it. I don't write it off as stupid. I don't rationalize my way out of it. Instead, I try and go towards the path of like, well, how could this be possible? Let's not, let's not get super critical about it. Let's not you know, write it off already. Let's instead say like, if anything was possible, how could this actually happen? How could this come to fruition? Whether it's making a list of all the people that I know or the ways that I could like make this happen or it's any of these ideas. It's talking to a couple of people that I know won't dismiss the idea either because they can kind of brainstorm with me. You know, people like you, people like Sina, people that I'm close with that I know are just going to come up with all these ideas that then we can kind of sort through them. And no idea or no suggestion is bad. It's literally like a brainstorming session of like, how could we possibly make this happen? Who do we possibly know? Are there any connections? What could I learn? How could I grow? How can we make this happen? And it's interesting because sometimes you have this like gut feeling that you want to do something. And then when you get into this brainstorm, like anything is possible type mentality, you start to then figure out what the actual motive is of why you want to do something. And then you can actually make the alignment from there, right? So maybe you have this idea of, I want to start a blog. And as you start thinking about it, you're like, I love talking to people. I love, you know, connecting with people. I want to serve this particular demographic. How could I start this blog? Blah, blah, blah. And then you actually realize from there, maybe I don't want to start a blog. I actually want to start a podcast because I realize that I want to reach people through that type of a medium. But had you not had that first initial idea of starting this blog or serving the world with your message, you might not have come to the actual decision, which is, oh, I want to start a podcast. And, you know, Jackie, what just popped into my head is the Sina and I had this idea, which is actually what Sina, Sina left side tangent. I'm gonna tell a story real quick. So (laughs) Sina, as you know, Jackie left full-time dentistry, partially because he, it wasn't aligned partially because he loves the entrepreneurial space and had ideas of things that we wanted to do get together. But one initial idea that we had was for us to start this podcast network. The timing is not right for us to do that right now. But that first initial idea was what sparked Cena's interest and reiterated to him that he was in the wrong career path for him because he was more excited about starting this podcast network than he was about being a dentist for the next 20, 25 years, opening up his own clinic, all of that. He wasn't as passionate about that. So that first initial idea sparked the conversation, which led to the outcome that we actually didn't start that podcast network, but instead we started an amplified, you know, 90 day mastermind for podcasters and really doubled down on our intro podcasting course and got him out of dentistry to have this creative space to kind of figure out what we wanted to do. So when we are quick to judge that first idea, 
we also rob ourselves of the opportunity to go down the creative path to see what might actually be more aligned. So why, I don't even remember what your question was at the beginning, (laughs) but I want to encourage people to like, don't judge your first idea. Don't think that anything is off limits because you are much more capable than you give yourself credit for. And that initial idea might be the spark that gets you going in the right direction. Yeah. Well, it's even like, you know, we had this conversation on the day that we're recording this earlier today, where it was just kind of these playing out these ideas. And when we say no to something, also explaining the why behind the no, so that it can help us kind of be like, okay, that idea isn't aligned. Here's kind of why. So let's move away from anything kind of in that direction. So we can really focus on the parts that might be yeses or might lead us down those paths to like the next step sort of thing. And this can work with anything. It can even be like about date night or where you future city you want to live in relationships you want to have like all these things if it's a no why is it a no and if it's a maybe keep going that direction with it well just so interesting yeah and from that the conversation we were having earlier where it's like hey jackie just so you know say the ideas like so if you are the person that's having a conversation with a sister or a best friend or a significant other or a mom and you're trying to be the catalyst to help them brainstorm what they want to do in their career, where they want to live, uh, where they want their wedding to be, how they want to, whatever, whatever it is in their life. It's like telling them and teeing them up to let their brains go to this idea of, let me just get all of my ideas out. And so what I even said to you, Jackie, I was like, just say everything that you're thinking and we're not going to judge any of those first things. Like, let's just kind of word vomit it all out there and then we'll sort through the vomit. (laughs) (laughs) yeah so good i love that so okay another question i feel like this will be like a good way to probably like close this out for the girls listening to this which is women listening to this podcast obviously are the women who want more they want to do big things they're ambitious go-getters all of the different things and if you're just to kind of hit them that girl sitting there she's listening to this and she's like gosh keisha i want more i just don't know what it is but i know i want fulfillment like give me something with that and hit us with a good mic drop. (laughs) I was going to say mic bomb. (laughs) So I think anyone listening to this podcast is going to want more at some season in their life always. And more doesn't mean starting something that you're making an impact like, you know, a podcast yourself. Maybe it is. And if so, I got your back. I can help you with that. Um, It doesn't mean that you need to be an entrepreneur or start a business. It doesn't mean that you need to move to a different location or do something completely crazy you might just be needing to ask yourself, what is a way that I can add more fulfillment in my life? And understanding that the idea of having multiple streams of fulfillment is the secret sauce to all of this, right? Where I think a lot of times, you know, my personal opinion in relationships is I never want to say, for example, Sina makes me happy because I never want to put the pressure on Sina to be the person that makes me happy. He is one major stream of fulfillment and happiness in my life, the person that I'm doing life with. And so are you, Jackie, right? But I'm never going to put the pressure on you to make it your job to make me happy. Instead, my goal of wanting more just means wanting more exposure to different things that could add fulfillment, impact, happiness, joy, and kind of thinking about your life like tapas style, where you want a little bit of a lot of things And that's what makes up this juicy, abundant life. And I think sometimes we feel stuck or we feel like we want more because we think that our career path is our main source of fulfillment. When in reality, I'm like, gosh, there's so many things that add fulfillment to me. Do I love my career path? Do I love being a CEO? Do I love being a podcaster, helping tons of women? Hell yes, I freaking love this. But I also love goofy unplugged time, like drinking wine. I love hiking. I love being outside. I love talking to my dog in an accent. You know, like whatever. Like there's so many other things that add fulfillment and joy to my life. So when you're thinking you want more, 
don't look for the one thing. Look for something that you can actually take action on in the next like 24 hours. Look for some way that can add joy to your life and start to think more in this tapas type mentality of all these little things and feeling like appreciation and gratitude for the fact that we we have a shot here. Every single day that we wake up, we've got this choice that we can make of like, I want to show up to life and I want to make my Thursday count. I want to make my Friday count. I want to make my Tuesday count because we're gifted this opportunity that a lot of other people would love to have a shot at today and have your perspective that you're going into life of thinking, I'm going to try this out. If it doesn't work, I'm either going to find out I didn't like it. And now I know I liked it and I want to keep moving forward. I liked it. It didn't work out, but I care enough about it that I want to keep iterating right? And you might just find things that you would have never expected if you're going through the same pattern day day after day after day, just counting down the days till every single weekend. And that's when you get your joy. That's when you do these random things. You're missing out on five days out of every single week that you could still find joy and magic and like the mundane things, you know? Yeah. So, I just think I would encourage the person that wants more to listen to your own intuition, to remind yourself that if you're gifted this vision, it's because you're also gifted the ability to figure out any how along the way, but don't get caught up in the how. It's more so try it out and detach a little bit from it having to be a forever thing. Detach from it having to be the one thing and instead say, I'm going to try this out and I'm going to try it out for the sake of the full experience because that's what being a human is all about. Juicy tapas. And J Lo and Tapas, all the things, all the stuff. Boom! <laughs> I love it. If this episode was helpful for you, I I think these Q and A's are so fun. So let I us love know sit home with you. And thank you so much for listening in, Jackie. I will see you for lunch in the living room. Perfect. See you there. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.